If you're looking to leave the 9 to 5 and to elevate your side hustle, the Hustle the Day podcast is the podcast for you. Your host, Trent Bray, left the 9 to 5 grind behind and is helping others do the same and focus on the future. Hear from others who have done it and how they did it. Jump in as we talk entrepreneurship, mindset, and strategy. Just take it one day at a time and hustle the day. On this episode of the Hustle the Day podcast, I have Vanessa Zami on the show. Vanessa and I talk about all things leaving the 9 to 5, the tools and the habits and things that it takes to leave your comfortable 9 to 5 situation and pursue your business that you are passionate about. Super excited for you to hear this one. Let's jump into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle of the Day podcast. My name is Trent. Super excited to have Vanessa Zami here today. Vanessa, why don't you jump in? Tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Yes. Well, I'm excited to be here, Trent. Thank you for having me. And for those listening, so I am Vanessa Zami, business expert, coach, best-selling author, speaker. And what I do is I focus on helping nine-to-fivers build their profit-producing, purpose-driven business even with their demanding day job, family, and all the things in between. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. And and I love how you specifically accent those things, the uh, profit and then also the purpose. So mm-hmm. it's not just about creating a business because that's not going to drive you and keep you going at the end of the day when you've already got a job, mm-hmm. you've got family obligations, things like that. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yes, I would love to. So essentially, the reason why I focus on, well, focus on the first, I'll say purpose-driven, and then I'll talk about the profit-producing part. So in terms of the purpose-driven part, right, it's what you alluded to, Trent. It's about, you know, in terms of people, you have all the stuff going on. Now you're adding the, on this extra thing. And the fact of the matter is you still got the same amount of time, right, during the day and the same amount of energy that you're working with, right? And you're still one person. And so what ends up happening is that the reason why, the question that I always ask people is on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the highest, how much do you want this business? Right. And the thing is that if that answer is eight, nine, and 10, then I know that you're doing the business that you actually want. What ends up happening is that people sometimes will reflect on that question and they'll say, you know, I think I'd like a five, <laughs> you know? And the thing is that that's the reason why you're so, so-called so procrastinating, so to speak, or that's the reason why you're still in the planning phase, or that's the reason why you keep on going from idea to idea to idea is because you keep doing a whole bunch of fives and fours and sixes and sevens, and you're not actually doing the eight, nine, or 10 that I know is within you and that you know is within you, but it comes, you know, you have to sort of adjust to that and hone in on it and appreciate that what it is that you actually want to do can happen, right? And that takes mindset work and all that stuff. So that's the purpose-driven part. And then in terms of, okay, the profit-producing is that, yes, the thing is you have this purpose-driven thing that you want to do, right? You have this purpose-driven business that you want to do and you want to, you know, you have this mission. Maybe it's the purpose is to like create generational wealth for your kids. Maybe the purpose is to help your community, right? Or your purpose is to, you know, help other businesses or help other people, individuals, et cetera, whatever the purpose may be for you, right? The thing is that this is not a nonprofit, right? This is not a, and it is, even if it is a nonprofit, I don't know thing about that, but essentially this is not a nonprofit, right? You are building a business and you are ensuring that you, like at some point, maybe you want to quit your job. 
at some point, maybe you want to buy a second house. Maybe you want to retire your spouse. Maybe you want to, you know, have kids, you know, money for your kids' college tuition. Guess what? That equals dollar signs, right? That is not, oh, that's not sweat, blood, and tears. Oh, well, hey, kid, I put the sweat, blood, and tears. Here's your college tuition, right? It's, <laughs> I hit sweat, blood, and tears, and I got money from it, right? And that's what profit comes down to. And what ends up happening is that, and I do this with my clients in my business accelerator to keep moving business accelerator. And what's up happening to keep moving business accelerator is that there'll be clients like within the first month and I'll say, so how much money did you make last month? And they're sitting there and they're like, I think it was somewhere around, like, I believe I had around this amount. And it's like, what? <laughs> um, you should know, like, at least what did you make last month? What are you on track to make this next month? Right. And like, really look at the numbers and focus on them because at the end of the day, it's what you're able to take back with you, the profit right? That is actually going to lead you closer and closer to financial freedom. If you are spending your time making income and all you're doing is putting it towards expenses, then yes, you're going to feel like you're not making money in your business because you cannot see any money in your business, right? And so I also go through with my clients. We have a whole section on financing strategy. And I'm not a licensed financial advisor, but I do run my business. And essentially, it's all about, you know, taking the time and devoting the time and how do you ensure that you're allocating expenses effectively and efficiently, right, within your business and guiding them through that to actually look at the money and like, rework their thoughts around money mindset as well too. And so that's what the profit producing part of it comes in from is that yes, work on your purpose, right? But know that you are not a nonprofit, right? Like you have a goal that you need to reach and you are looking to, you know, yes, make that impact. What I tell my team when I onboard my, my staff and my team, we are making an impact in order to make income. Guess what you can do with that income? Make even more impact, right? Yeah. Guess what you can do with even more impact, right? Make even more income, right? And it's just a whole cycle. Right. It's because I'm able to, you know, the fact of the matter is, right, this, I'm able to hire staff. I'm able to hire people because we have the income to hire them. Right. Like this is not they're not working for free. <laughs> you know, like I'm able to, you know, share my message with people about my community, Skyrocket Your Side business of other entrepreneurs who are there for them to help guide them because we have the money to put into act. Right. And that comes from it. So it's just a whole cycle and a whole, you know, that needs to be appreciated, you know, a little bit more. Um, and so that's why I always focus on profit producing, but also purpose driven as well, too. So, yeah. Yeah. That is that is an awesome definition of, you know, how the business should work because people should be focusing on the money side of things at least to an extent so that they can keep moving things forward. But also, when the times get tough and that you know that money seems to be elusive, you need to have that purpose behind it too. But you bring up an interesting point on the on the scale that you have of. Um, you know, how passionate people are about their business. And that's something that I've, I've talked about a few times of, you know, having that why behind the thing of uh, what, what moves you about this business. How often do you get clients that are in that five range or even four, three or six, you know, how, how often do you come across those? I come across those people a lot. They don't become my clients, so. <laughs> so <laughs> and I will prepare that. So essentially, that is essentially it's like a key question that I ask before people even become my clients is when I connect with them. It's you know what is that? What is that state? Because that tells me, like, why are they doing this and are they in it for the long run? Because the thing is that when I when I'm coaching you, I'm I'm devoting my time and my energy to your business as well too. Right. And so I don't want to waste my time and energy, <laughs> you know, like, this isn't my bit. Right. And so the fact of the matter is, right. I need to ensure that you are also going to be in it because I can only take you so far. This is with any coach in general. Right. They can only take you so far. If you don't have the action or the desire or the will to make it happen yourself, 
you're not going to get any results. And then you're going to be upset. You're going to be mad. You'll be like, oh my God, it can't happen. Right. And unfortunately, when it comes down to business is that you'll end up being like, oh, I guess I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur. Oh, I guess I'm not meant to do business. Or And the thing is, I believe that everyone has something that they've always wanted to do. Right. And it ends up tying to something that they can make money from. Right. That they can turn into a business that can lead to a legacy, generational wealth, financial freedom. Right. Whatever it may be that they want to do. Right. That takes funds to make happen. And so your vicious catalyst is all about people catalyzing, you know, catalyzing their vision. That's the name of my consultant company, your vicious catalyst. Um, it's to catalyze your vision because there is something there that you actually want to do. There is an eight, nine or ten that you want to do. And it's this fear. It's thoughts. It's, you know, it's either fear of being rejected by your family or friends, perhaps because you're doing something different. Or it's fear of just the doubt, right? And whether or not you can do it. Or it's the fear of success of like when it does happen. I have come across that with my clients, right? But the thing is that if someone is a one through seven, be like that, I'd find that out in the beginning, right? Find that out in the beginning um, before we even work together because I only work with eight, nine to 10, right? And so if you are one through seven, the thing is that there is something for you. There is something out there for you. It is just not what you're working on right now. There's something for you. It is just not what you're working on right now. It's just not that thing, right? Now, could you do that thing that you're working on? Sure. Yes. But could you also like, not? Absolutely. You know, and actually I will say, actually you are remembering, remind me of someone, Trent, where there's someone who, she told me her, the business was an eight, nine or 10. And so we're working together in my Keep Moving Business Accelerator, right? And this happened like a couple months ago. And so we're working together and then- you know, I'm like giving her advice and she's, you know, she's taking advice, but she's not like really doing it. You know, like she's like, I'm telling her, okay, you need to do this for your business. She's like, eh, no, she's also like a little bit of know-it-all as well too. But that's beside the point. The thing is that, um, which doesn't work in business folks, if you're going to ask for help, like receive the help, don't like sit there and just like be like, I know, I know more than like, okay, why are you asking for help? Okay, cool. But anyways, point being that in her mind, it's like, I can see that there was something else that she wanted to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what did I do? Me, the me, the way that I coach, I'm a very real talk person. I am from Brooklyn, New York and Boston, Massachusetts. I do not like to spin around circles. Like, you know, the thing is that I will tell you like it is right. And my friends appreciate it. People who are my friends don't appreciate it. That's why we ain't friends. And that's okay. Um, but it's such at the end of the day, it's, I said, listen, like you do not seem to want to do this business, right? Like based on the way that you're acting, you don't want to do this business. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. And I'm not right. And the thing is that she, she mentioned the word. She's like, I'm insulted that you said that. Right. And the thing is, here's the thing, Trent. Was she, does it mean that I was wrong? <laughs> right. Was she right? <laughs> Likely it was wrong. And she, she, the thing is that really what happened was that she was insulted that someone actually held up a mirror and said, Hey, yeah. this is not the business that you actually want to do. There's a, there's another business that you keep talking about and the underlying during our conversations that I'm pointing out to you that you actually need to do. Right. And the thing is that her business has a beautiful mission, a beautiful purpose behind it. The one that she's actually that she's working on has a beautiful, mission, beautiful purpose. Right. And so in her mind, it's like if I say if someone tells her that she doesn't want to do that, it's like, do you mean I don't care about people? And it's like, I won't say you don't care about people. It's like this is just not what you want to do. Right. There was a coach I was speaking with before she became a client. I remember I had a call with her um, and it was a couple, couple was like maybe last year, uh, early last year. And she was she had gotten a coach certification. She like comes on the call. She's like, yeah, I've been doing, I got my culture certification program. I did it like a year ago. I worked on my business. You know, I'm trying to get clients and I just don't get what's happening. And then I asked her the question. I said, on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the highest, how much do you want this? And she sat there silently, Trent. I thought that we had disconnected. I thought my, my phone had gone off. I was like, what in the world? Like, as I was looking at the phone, like, okay, she's still there. Like, it was just silent. Then finally she responds. 
And she says, a five. She says, five. I'm like, huh. And she, and she literally like says it out loud. She's like, huh, I didn't think it was going to be that low. Oh, right. Because at the end of the day, it's like, yes, yeah, she wants to help people, but she doesn't want to do a coaching business, right? It, but it doesn't mean that you don't like, it doesn't mean that you're any worse of a person. It's just that, yes, you want to help people, right? Hey, maybe I'll hire you in reverse catalyst to be one of our coaches, right? <laughs> but you don't want to do a business, right? For your coaching. Yeah. And that's totally fine, right? That's totally understandable. Or maybe she does want to do something, but it's maybe with B2B clients, right? And it's not with an individual, something like that, right? And, but the thing is that what it is that you're working on, the form that you're working on it right now, it's just not what it is that you want to do. And that's okay. Because there's another purpose and mission out there for you. And it's okay to say yes to that purpose and mission to say no to this other thing. Yeah, absolutely because true. In that way, yes, exactly. Right. Time is limited, energy is limited. Like, do what it is that you actually want to do. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> and the funny thing is, people don't often see it that way. They think, oh, well, I had this idea. I've got to execute. I've got to yes. keep going at it, even though yes. I really am not that interested in it. Yes. And that was my client where it's like, I can see literally, we spent like conversation after conversation after conversation. And it's like, you like you don't want to do this. Like I'm telling you the work that you need to do, but you're not doing the work for it because you don't want to do it. Like you just don't want to do this. There's another business out there for you that you keep alluding to. Because it turns out that she that she was working on a apparel business, and turns out like I'm finding on this conversation that we had, this like final conversation that we had, where she's like, oh yeah, I've been doing like stock trading for like a couple of years, and I'm like really great at it, and people keep asking me about money stuff, and I'm like I'm like that's the business you should be doing. Like you like, and she's like, Oh, I want to do this personal brand and help people out with generational. I'm like, that's the business you should be doing. Like, and right. But it's, in her mind, it's like to do that business, means she has to say no to this other business that she's been doing. But she's like, no, I, I love people. Like I need to. And it's like this whole idea that you have to execute on that idea that you, that you had. It's like, listen, you're going to have a lot of ideas. Like, it's like, I have a product journal of ideas. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just a matter of, you got to focus on one idea at a time. Right. And the thing is, when you're starting out on business, focus on the idea that you actually want to do, not the idea that you think everyone else wants you to do, because you will not. At the end of the day, it won't tie to your purpose. And when, you know, when you have to decide it's after work and you need to decide whether or not you're going to muster up, you know, the energy to get work on your business or you're going to let exhaustion get the better of you and like crash on the bed and watch Netflix or Hulu. Right. You're going to choose exhaustion because you're going to be like, well, later, tomorrow later, later, you know, the weekends, oh, no, later, right? And it's just like, that's not helping you at all, right? Then you feel bad about yourself because you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm I'm a terrible person. Oh my gosh, procrastination. Oh, I'm such a procrastinator. And like, you just don't want to do it. That's it. (laughs) I love how you're just speaking the truth. So (laughs) now you're actually currently in a nine to five building this business as well, right? Yes. Yes, I am. So I, I love that you're doing that because I, I think that, you know, a lot of people feel like they have to leave the nine to five to be able to have the time to accomplish these things. And, you know, that is a lot of my audience where people are in that nine to five, they want to escape. Well, how, how are you, people going to escape without the right plan and all these things in place and you deal with this a fair amount. So what would you say is the biggest mistake that you see people leaving the nine to five? Like what, what is it that they, they don't see ahead of time before they make the jump? I would say what they don't see is the struggle. <laughs> and so a lot of people, cause a lot of, so in my 
Scargate side business group, we get a lot of people who are building their business. And what's up happening, unfortunately, is we also have a lot of people who say, oh yeah, I quit my job and now I have my business, right? And they say like a badge of honor when really they're financially stressed every second of the day. And what ends up happening is that, because what happens is that they quit their job thinking that day one was going to be successful. Or, or they were like, I have enough savings to last me a couple of months. By month three, I'll get it. Right. But again, as you alluded to, Trent, they don't have a plan. They don't know how. They're just like, I'm going to figure it out. Right. And it's great. Yes. I've gone through life. I just figure things out. That is how I made it. I just figure it out. Right. I didn't have an example. I just figure it out. Right. I'm all a belief on figuring it out. Right. But you don't have to be homeless to figure it out. <laughs> right. Like, you don't, <laughs> you don't have to be homeless to figure it out. Okay. You don't have to be stressed out every single day, every single hour figuring it out. Right. Some of you guys have kids. Guess what? Your kids are feeling the same energy that you were exerting. Okay. You don't want them to see mommy or daddy stressed out. Okay. Like, it, it's, it's one of those things where the biggest mistake that people make is that they're leaving too early. Right. Or they're sort of just like going off of this, like, yes, have the hope, have the faith. Just like have a, have something, have a route or plan in place, right? Like I have one of my clients in my accelerator. We are on a path to get her quitting her job in the next month. And literally because she has like, she's doing excellent customer service, right? People are coming through and things that hurt. She has a very demanding day job. She is a mother of three youngers, youngins. She's a devoted wife and he also works. And it's just like, but she has a like project management, like day job with a like big company. So that's a whole situation, right? And so, yeah, so a lot of times it's like a lot of things that we've dealt with has been a lot of, you know, around productivity and how do you handle that? And actually now we decided she had a chat with her. I was like, it seems like, the day job is getting in the way of you making money in your business, right? Because she essentially was at the point where she was turning away clients because she didn't have literally the time. And the thing is, I'm a time, time is my best friend. So if I can't even find time for you to do stuff, like you have like, there's definitely change that needs to happen, change that needs to happen. So I, you know, encouraged her to speak with her husband and she had an honest conversation with her husband. They came up with a number of like what he was comfortable with in terms of like, well, how much money she would need to bring in with the business in order for her to like comfortably quit. Right. And it was a, a third of the amount that we had originally estimated for her. Right. So first wow. of all, I have a conversation with your spouses, people. But essentially the thing is that, um, you know, so this number, I mean, literally, oh, and then going back to the whole looking at the numbers, right. I was like, okay, how much did you make last month? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got her to actually look at the numbers. Right. And it's like, literally, she's like $500 away from like this number. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just like $500 away from this number. Right. And her expense, her income just keeps on increasing by 30% each month. And it's literally just like the number is so I'm just like, oh, that it? That's all he wants you to get? Oh, we're like, we're literally already there. Right. And in her mind, she's like, okay, that's what I need to do. So by August, and it's like, you can get this in like April, like in March, right? And so, but what we're doing for her now is that what meanwhile, so that she doesn't turn away clients, we actually were able to get her someone to join her team. So now she's also okay. managing a team, someone on the team to actually take care of just like you know, he, he volunteered to be an unpaid intern for her. She was like, okay. Um, so got someone to be on her team. So now she's like helping, you know, to train them and coach him on just like, you know, different things that she can sort of outsource, so to speak. Right. And so that's like great. And so now she's able to like sort of free up that time while she gets ramping up. Like she's going to hit this in like, 30, I mean, it's, she's quitting her job before spring. She even, like she even know it. I was like, look, girl. Anyway, point being that. Um, but the thing is that for her, it was, you know, whereas, and I think we've had conversations like the past couple of months where it's been, oh, I'm so stressed out. Like, oh my goodness. At first she was like, maybe I shouldn't do this business. Then it became a, 
you know, I, you know, the day job's coming away, let me quit. And I was like, okay, if you quit, then what? Right. And then she was like, well, I don't really have the confidence in myself to do, uh, to do this business or to do the marketing. It's like, okay, well, that's going to get in the way. So let's not even think about that. Right. So then it became, what's the freedom number? Then she got comfortable with that. Then it became a team thing and all that stuff. But the thing is that what ends up happening usually with, with people is that they quit their job. They're like, I have my savings. I'm making work. But you quit your job without an awareness of what it is that you need to build a business. Mm-hmm. So you're just like quitting your job. And like, and the thing that people say is, you know, um, what do you call it? Burn the bridges. Like, just take that leap. Take the leap. And here's the thing. <laughs> um, the leap is usually you kind of already kind of have a, a ground base of the leap. And the thing is that the leap can actually be end up bring end up being very detrimental for you because financial stress is not helpful in your business. If you bring financial stress into your business, right? If you're a service-based business owner, your clients or potential leads will feel that. If you are a product-based business owner, every decision you make will be impacted by this financial stress, right? And the thing is, it will not be a productive decision. <laughs> and you will actually end up hurting yourself because you're just worried about money every single time, every single day. And it's just not helpful at all, right? It just adds to the stress that you don't need in your life anymore. And it just makes you not show up as clearly as you can as a business leader, as a CEO that you are meant to be. Yeah, no, that so totally then, makes sense. And so, yeah. And so that's so just like, keep your date. And the thing is that if people are, maybe you have like a bad boss. Oh, let me tell you about my boss that I had. Ooh, my goodness. I don't have that boss right now. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Um, I was like, Ooh, I have like some PTSD from this. Um, and it's, oh, oh my gosh, just terrible. But point being, I don't know. Where do we begin? But point being that it's like, maybe you have a terrible boss or maybe you are, you know, in a situation where like, let's say you're being harassed or whatever. Those situations, those environments, you might just need to leave and find a new job. Okay, cool, right? But if you can, if the job is not like harming you in any way, like, and you are at least just making an income from it, then I would say, stay in the job, right? The thing is now, how do you manage the workflow of the job with the day job? I mean, with the business that you now have, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that ends up being the question. And the thing is that even if you work an hour a day on your business, you're still moving forward on your business, right? Time is on your side. Time is on your side. Whatever is meant to happen, time is on your side. So just do what you can with your business and make it work. I'm going to have to do more efficient strategies for that too. But yeah, <laughs> but I'll just stop there. I've been talking for a long time. <laughs> no worries. Um, so I I want to talk about, you know, you you talked a little bit about the team aspect and, uh, you know, I, I can see how that can be really helpful for somebody who's trying to get in this position. Um, and while you still have that that nine to five income, you can diversify some of that income to uh, yes, help exactly. towards the team. Yes. Yes. Uh, your which, day job is your money maker right now yeah. in the beginning of your business. <laughs> like your day job is literally just you making money. And hey, let's say you end up being fired, then you end up being fired. But at least in that sense, you can say that it was the universe telling you to do something versus you making a dumb decision to like quit before you actually needed to or could. And now you're just stressed out and struggling and doubting yourself and like looking for another job. Right. For sure. So speaking of the team aspect, though, you you wrote a book for solopreneurs. So the people that without a team. And honestly, I feel like it's a personal attack at me because (laughs) the title of the book is Finish, The Solopreneur's Guide to Getting Stuff Done. And I can I'm like when I read that, I was like, 
oh that yeah i i start this and then i it's like oh i need to actually do this first and then i need to do this and then i need to do this and nothing gets done so (laughs) you wrote we talked about it a little bit before we got started recording you wrote this book for me didn't you (laughs) i did i did indeed I really did. Um, the main character is even someone with a podcast. Oh, I really did. Um, <laughs> yes, I did indeed. I did indeed. So yeah. the question is, how? at what point do you typically recommend somebody goes from a solopreneur to introducing a team and introducing someone to help them scale that out? Yeah, that's a great question. And I will say I'm going to use one of my failures um, in business to help inform this this question here. So there was about, so I'd say this time last year, so early, it was about early 2020 when I had decided, oh, okay, let me, you know what? Because the thing is that there's a point in time where you're just like, okay, I can either add time, well, add time, quote unquote, by maybe like quitting your job, or I can like add time by anything. So I was like, okay, let me get myself an assistant. And so, and this was coming off of the, like, hi, my best-selling status in my book. And I was like, ooh, yeah. So anyways, and the way that I work is that, you know, I put a little description together of what I want this this to do. And then five days later, I hired someone. Had some interviews, did some references, all that stuff. I work fast. Um, But I put a thought into it. So I hired an amazing person, amazing young woman out of Ohio, and hired her on to join as a virtual assistant. And the thing is, she's very talented, lots of skills. Now, here's the thing. I wasn't ready for her. Hmm. What do I mean by that? Yes, I had many things that could get done in the business. I had a whole list, a clear outline, bulleted list of things that could get done. But, and I had a vision. I also had a vision. I also had like a vision of, okay, we're trying to get to like half a million and like, you know, this amount of time. And this, I'm trying to get like, you know, this many speaking engagements and all sorts of stuff. Cool. I had the vision and I had like, okay, you know, we need branding, we need marketing, you know, that type of stuff. But I didn't have a plan. So here's, and I, and like, the way that I'm like a very organized person. So I like literally had a whole strategic plan, quote unquote, like strategic plan in terms of here's a mission, here's a vision, here's like an expected timeline. I think, but I'm just going off, I'm just saying stuff. I don't really, it's not an informed timeline, I'm just saying stuff, right? I'm just, I'm just like, I think that in a month we'll get to this amount. And I think that the next month we'll get to this amount, you know, with your help. That's, I'm just saying stuff, right? And I realized that in that moment, I, I like, Reflecting back on it, I realized I was just saying stuff. Like, I really, like, nothing was informed. I was just like, yeah, too much, sure, right? I was pretty much being the person who, like, quits their job and thinks that some magic was going to happen. But I didn't quit my job. So, but essentially, what ends up happening is that she, like, each week was sort of a different task, right? And so, what ends up happening is that I was, you know, I ended up becoming, like, the person in the book (laughs) that I wrote about, where I was just, like, going from, like, okay, yeah, we're going to do this this week. Okay, cool. Oh, no, no, we're going to do this. Okay, no, 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 we're going to do this. No, 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 we're going to do this, right? And so I was jumping around, which that meant she was jumping around. Yeah. Right? And think about it in terms of, for those of you with a day job, right? Imagine if you had a boss who was jumping around, you know, where they tell you the one thing and then you do it and they're like, oh, no, no, never mind. Let's do this other thing. But they tell you the one thing. The next day you're, you're doing that thing and then it's like irrelevant, right? Like no one ever touches that thing you just spent like hours on. You know, because, and you know, like in the thing, maybe you've had that moment, those moments happen to you, but what ends up happening is that you, you can't be a great, you're not a great, that person's not a great boss, right? That person's not a great leader. And the thing when it happens to you, when it comes to your business, when it comes to you hiring someone for your business, right? 
you want to show up as a great leader, right? And that comes with having clarity in your plan, clarity in your vision, right? And just a focus, right? A focus on what it is that everyone's driving towards, right? And what it is that everyone wants to do, right? And the thing is that this becomes an expensive mistake if you're like actually paying the person. If you're not paying the person and you just have someone who's just like, I just want to learn how startups work or like, you know, maybe just an unpaid someone and they're just like, da, 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 then okay, cool, right? Then maybe you could jump around and they'll be like, maybe this is just how it works because they believe in the vision, right? And things that my person, she believed in the vision and it was great. But then me jumping around was very much like not helpful. And so I, I wasn't ready for her at that time. Fast forward, fast forward. And that's how my current team, my marketing and sales team. And the thing is, I, the, the difference that I've seen, and this is how I like learned this because then I you know, went to hiring again. Um, and then what I learned was that I was just much more focused, right? I was just like, this is a group. This is the accelerator. That, like literally it was just like, this is the clear funnel. This is the clear path. And this is how you plug into that funnel and path. And this is the vision as well, too, by the way. And the way that the vision connects to this path, right, is this clear plan. And so it was all just like, it was very clear. It wasn't like, well, I think we'll have this group, but then maybe we'll have this thing, but then maybe perhaps, right? And the thing is that, you know, with business, things are always inevitably changing, right? Like innovation, et cetera. But like, it shouldn't be changing every single day. (laughs) It should be changing every single week, right? And I had this little green light, red light, yellow light system that I implemented into just my life and my business. And I've now shared that with clients as well as people in the group. And that it's like a month by month basis, right? What are you going to continue doing, right? What is working for you? So keep doing that, right? The innovation part comes in the yellow light. Yellow light is, okay, what based on like what you've learned, maybe like the red light, what, what have you learned? What have you stopped doing? What like what did work well? The yellow light is what is one new thing? One new thing you're gonna try doing next month. One new thing, right? And the thing about this one new thing is that it's not gonna be a whole new brand new business idea. <laughs> okay. It is one new thing in the current business that you're doing, right? Are you going to be doing a new marketing campaign? Is it going to be reaching out to a different crowd of people? Are you going to try, um, you know, implementing ads or not implementing ads? Are you going to try, you know, reaching out to, you know, podcasts in the UK versus podcasts in the US? Like, are you going to, you know, but it's not, oh, I'm gonna do a whole nother new website for my e-commerce store, no. Right. It's not, I'm going to do a whole nother like product with this new manufacturer. It's maybe you, this manufacturer you were working with, this vendor relationship is not serving you. So you stop that yellow light. You try a new vendor relationship management, right? Maybe you go from Alibaba to Amazon, right? Like whatever it may be, but essentially is what is, what is the one new thing you're going to work on for that next month, right? That still relates to the bigger vision and the vision goal, right? It's not a completely new idea. And the thing is that now, at some point in time, it might be a new product. Maybe you'll get to a place where your current product is consistent and it's great. You had a new product. That's cool. Like, that, that makes sense, right? It's just when you're jumping around from idea to idea, business to business, that just doesn't serve you, right? It's like you're starting the race and then you go off to the sidelines and then you're like, let me hop up to someone else's race. And it's just like, you're never actually finishing any races. You're just like running, jogging. Then you're like, oh, let me take a break. And then you never go back to that race because you end up in another race, something else. You decide to do shot put instead. You're like, oh, let me do shot put instead. And so you do that. And then you're like, oh, no, never mind. I'll, let me not do that. Oh, let me go. Let me answer this, this like triathlon. Let me like, try to do some biking. It's just, it just doesn't work out, right? It just doesn't work out for you. It's not focused. And so the point that you want to, you're ready for a team is when you not only, you have a clear list of tasks that you wanted to do, but you're also confident in that list of things that you wanted to do. So it's not like, oh, this is the list I have, but it might change. I think I'm not sure. 
when you're at that stage, you're not ready for a team member because <laughs> you have no clarity, right? You just have no clarity, right? And that just ends up not working out for anyone at all. Yeah. And, and I love the contrast that you have, that you have those two experiences so you can relate to them of, you know, the boss aspect of jumping all around. And, you know, I, I, I totally... I, I, I think that was meant for you to happen so that you can explain it in a better way like you just did, because that is that is definitely a night and day difference. Even though you thought you had the plan, you didn't have the right plan in place. And that that's just no good for anyone. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. Right. And the thing is that and she was like, great worker, great, amazing. Like, I'm really great at hiring great people. <laughs> like, right. But essentially, it's like to make the most effectiveness of a great person, you have to also be a great leader in order to be a great leader, you have to be clear and focused on your intention and vision. And it's just, I just wasn't at the time, but now I am. And like, now my team, it's like, they know, like we're all clear. We come together every single day. This is what the priorities are. It aligns to the bigger priorities. And it's just like any new thing that happens, it's just like an evolution of what is it they're currently doing. It's not just like a, you were doing sales, but now you do this completely different thing that like does not relate at all. (laughs) Like, no. So, yeah. Very cool. So you basically in listening to your story and talking to you, you definitely have that hustle mentality. Um, and since this is the hustle of the day podcast, I want to get your personal definition of what hustle means to you. So in terms of, I would say my health definition, that's a great, here's the thing I've been, I would say one would say I've been hustling all my life. Um, but essentially <laughs> I just, I just had to hustle. Um, and you know, I got to where I am today, just based on the hustle, using information resources from people from different sources and just like finding a way and figuring things out. That's really how I live my life just figuring things out. And I would say the, the hustle in terms of what does it mean for someone with a side business? Right. And actually I'll preface this by saying side hustle versus side business. Right. When I say side business, I mean, profit producing purpose driven business right? Versus what people end up saying when they say side hustle, they're really thinking like second job, <laughs> right? Like Lyft driver or DoorDash deliverer, you know, something like that. That's what they're usually thinking. It's like a second job, right? That's not what I'm talking about. So I'm about purpose-driven, profit-producing. Cool. So with that being said, what does it mean to hustle, right? It means doing what it is that works for you, taking care of yourself, also taking care of whatever it is that you got going on. What does taking care of yourself mean? What are non, what are things that need to happen for you, right? I call them non-negotiables. What are things that need to happen for you in your life or your business on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis? Do you need to go to the spa every month? Do you need to take a walk every day? Do you need to journal every day? Do you need to have dinner with your kids at 6 p.m. every single night, right? In order to feel good about yourself, right? And that's like a big part of my Keep It Moving Business Accelerator is it's a holistic experience. Like when I'm coaching my clients, it is, yes, like you need to do market for your business, but I'm also starting the conversation with how are you doing? Because the thing is, you need to, you, as a solopreneur, you are your business, like, right? Like you are your business. If you, if a cafe owner, I use an example of a cafe owner, if a cafe owner is working by themselves, they have this cafe, it's like, great. Oh my God, that's cafe. One day they decide they don't want to show up to open up the cafe. Okay. People are going to walk by the street. They don't walk by the cafe, right? Someone might stop and say, oh, it's such a pretty cafe. They go to the door. It's closed. Why? Because the cafe owner didn't show up. So what are they going to do now? The person is now going to go across the street to Starbucks, like, right, or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever it is, right? But the thing is that, you know, it's because you didn't show up. Like people, they're just not going to show up, right? People, if you don't show up, no one else is going to show up for your business, right? So as a solopreneur, you need to ensure that you are taken care of, right, for yourself, 
And that means what is it that needs to happen every day, every week or every month for you to see and feel like you have actually like been successful, right? How is it that you can, maybe it's like, you need to say gratitudes every morning. Maybe you just need to like appreciate what it is that you have, right? Whether it's your family, your spouse, your just livelihood of breath, right? Another day to work on your purpose, whatever it may be, but being grateful or appreciative of that, right? Maybe it's journaling every day. Maybe I have one client where she lives in Minneapolis and she's like, you know, it's cold outside. It's like five degrees, but I feel better when I walk outside. So I'm just going to do it. And so she, she'll, she'll do her 10 minute walk outside, even though it's freezing. She'll blend herself up, but she needs to do that every day to just like feel good and just get that outside air. Right. So that's what she needs to do for herself. Right. And so what is it that need, that you need to do for yourself every day, every week to ensure that you are taking care of yourself. Right. So that you can show up for your business, that you can show up for your clients, that you can show up for your customers, because that's how, that's what business is all about. Right. It's you showing up. Otherwise, if you decide you, you know, if you're exhausted, if you're burned out, if you're not, you're good to no one in the hospital. If you are in the hospital, you are good to no one. Right. Unless you're the doctor, right. Like helping people otherwise, Right. I think, oh, but then think about doctors. Right. I know people want to graze anatomy. Oh, it's, it's still running. I don't know. The show's still running. But essentially, um, it's like, you know, the doctor who's tired and exhausted and working on your brain. Like, would you rather have someone who's like tired and exhausted working on your brain or someone who's like astute and aware and alert right, as they work on your brain? Right. And the thing is that you need to ensure that you are astute and alert in your business so that you can show up for your clients and customers so that you can show up for the marketing that you need to do, the sales conversation that you need to do the business decisions that you need to make, right? In order to stay on top of the game, stay on top of your game and to move and keep moving forward on your legacy and on your purpose. I don't want to take too much of your time though. So I, I want to give you a chance to plug where people can best find you. But before I do that, I want to ask you one final question, personal or business. What is it that excites you about the future? What is it that excites me about the future is more people just moving forward in their vision. More people saying yes to themselves. That's what excites me is more people saying yes to themselves in the form of, you know, maybe yes, maybe perhaps you're the only entrepreneur in your family. Maybe you're the only person, maybe you look around yourself and everyone else around you is also on the corporate ladder, right? And maybe you're looking around your, your cubicle, your office or virtually on Zoom and there's no one here talking about doing their own business, right? Or you, you don't think there is. They might, some of them, sometimes people are hidden. But essentially the thing is, it's like, I'm excited for people to say yes to themselves. I'm excited for people to realize that there's something else out there for them and that there you can like your Mondays. Like you don't have to hate your Mondays. You can like your Mondays, right? I remember it was the first thing I noticed when, so I was, I had a consulting background or career. So I was like traveling around different products, different clients. And I finally went into like a cubicle type of job. And the first thing, well, two things I noticed. One was people's use of the word boss. But then two was also just like people just being like, oh, it's Mondays. Oh, it's Monday. Oh, thank goodness it's Friday. Oh, look at like people were just like waiting for the weekend. And it was just like, why aren't you just like happy now? Like why, like why does that like, you know, and then <laughs> then they will get to the weekend and then they get back to Monday. And it's just like this whole cycle of like hating the Monday being excited for the Wednesday because you're excited for the end of the week, but then getting to Friday and be like, Oh my gosh, it's the weekend. Woo-hoo! It's just, it was just like this, this terrible cycle um, that doesn't need to happen. And so I'm excited for people, more people to say yes to themselves, especially as we notice, you know, during the whole COVID times and other such things, how people have, you know, been, you know, some people have been fired. Right. And so they've had to just been forced to think about what else can they do? 
you know, and what's another income strat strategy or route that can work for them and their family and their business. Some people have been forced to like, you know, I have to think about that. Um, and, but things that has created more businesses. Right. And so the thing is that, but I'm excited. So for more people to do that and say yes to themselves 2021, but also just in the future. Right. And I'm excited for more businesses to actually succeed. And so there is that whole, like, you know, nine out of 10 entrepreneurs fail and, nah, 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 nah. Um, and all that stuff. And so I'm excited to see that stat or that perception go down because at the end of the day, it's not so much that you're not meant to do a business. It's how you're doing business. That's the problem, right? It's how you're hustling. That's the issue. It's not that you're not meant to be a business owner. It's not that your, your business idea is bad, right? You can sell anything to anybody, okay? You can sell a cookie to someone who hasn't eaten cookies in like 10 years. You put a Girl Scout behind it, they'll buy the cookie, right? Like, it's not your idea that it's bad. It is how you're going about, you know, building that successful business and how it is that you're going about hustling. And it's time for people to hustle efficiently and more effectively so that they can continue showing up for themselves, for their business, for their family, for their friends, and to show up for their purpose and legacy that they're meant to create in the world. Yeah, no, I love I love that because there are so many tools out there now to reverse that statistic of, you know, nine out of 10 entrepreneurs fail. And you've also got great people out there like yourself, Vanessa, that can help those people get to where they need to be on that. So I want to thank you first and foremost for taking time out of your day to talk to me and, you know, bring so much value to the audience. So I, I first of all, appreciate that, but I want to give, uh, give you a chance to tell people where to best find you and connect with you. Yes. Well, I'm always on Facebook, folks. Um, essentially, <laughs> that's my main marketing platform. So you can find me on either LinkedIn or on Facebook and the community Skyrocket Your Side Business, which hopefully by the time that you join would be more than a thousand people. Um, but essentially, it is to access that community to join us. Hop over to vzamy.com. That's v, my last name.com. Or as I tell the telemarketers, v, z as in zebra, a animal, and money, y.com. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I'll make sure to include links in the show description just to make it that much easier for people to connect with you. But again, I appreciate your time, Vanessa, today. And I know I've gotten a ton of value out of this. So I know my audience has gotten value out of this. So I encourage you all to get out there and hustle the day. <laughs>